Welcome to Be Simply. This is she, and I want to thank you for being here in this moment. We are connecting to all of you today. We're going to examine our inner landscape and the aspects of ourselves that sometimes we resist. And currently on planet Earth, there's a lot of uh, words like embracing your shadow, doing shadow work, uh, lots of different syntax. Uh, however, for me, I'm just going to encourage you to embrace all of you. There are aspects of ourselves that are more evolved, uh, know how to be more self-aware and to meet situations with grace. And there are other parts of us that are reactionary because we carry wounds and traumas and there's aspects of ourselves that we haven't accepted. So therefore, we might hide from them. We might keep ourselves safe so we don't have to be hurt again. It's all these different things that we do that we're so masterful at tricking ourselves and keeping ourselves from really examining what's going on. And this isn't something that just you accept and then say, okay, oh, that's me. I'm great. I'm going to do that. It takes work and it takes examination and it takes willingness to meet yourself and I was sharing with a friend recently that that's how uh, society evolves. And when we decide to start operating at a higher state of frequency, our society can evolve. If we accept status quo as our highest achievement, what is going on right now on planet Earth, we are actually kidding ourselves because it's not our highest achievements. It's not our highest awareness because there's too much suffering happening on planet earth that we're inflicting upon one another because we don't embrace one all aspects of ourselves. number two is that we've gotten really good at convincing ourselves that we can satiate our bad self quote unquote bad self there's no good or bad but i'm just going to use that word bad self with all these things that actually are the demise of our society if we are inspired to put those needs aside and they are more wants than needs, and start to address really what's going on, we open up an opportunity for our individual self to evolve. And then when that individual self evolves up into a higher state of awareness, a higher state of being, that impacts the whole because all of a sudden that individual is meeting the ecosystem around them with greater awareness, greater understanding, and can clearly see where conditions and environments serve and where they don't. Now, this isn't going to be uh, necessarily just a one-step process, as mentioned. It takes work, discipline, and taking bite-sized chews. You know, oh, I could do this. This is rising up. I could do this. And bit by bit, you start to allow the evolution to take place. So with that being said, what I would love for us to do is just take a pause for a moment and breathe. We're going to examine all aspects of ourselves. We're going to examine ourselves in different energy centers of our body. And I'm going to give you a few tools to start going out into your everyday life to see, hmm, how am I embracing myself? Where am I running from myself? Where am I ready to 
really see what's going on in those areas where I'm filling myself up with wants, desires. I am justifying behaviors that are actually detrimental to me just because I think I can't do it right now or that seems the easier way out. However, it's a longer way out in the future when you realize you don't want to do that anymore. So what I'd like us to do is we're going to start with a little breath work. And what this will do is ground us into the space. And then as we end that breath work, we're going to go into a song by Random Rad. And that song is intended, I'll lead you in, it's called The Riddle, is intended to help you lead yourself to those aspects of self that you have been ignoring. And that might be in the mental, physical, emotional body. Welcoming yourself to see that aspect of self and see where you have actually sabotaged self and where you're ready to embrace that person and move forward with that person, that aspect of yourself into current time. And we'll just keep it like that, (laughs) but that'll be the arch. So we're going to go into the breath work. I'll lead you in to start self-examination. And then when we come back out, we'll start to talk about those aspects of self that we either protect or we avoid and how to start to identify what's going on. And then we'll move from there. So let's take a nice deep breath in. We're going to gently breathe up the energy centers of the body because we're going to talk about the spectrum of light that runs through us. The spectrum of light reacts and supports different frequencies throughout the body, internal and external. So that's that rainbow you see when the light hits just right when it's raining. The spectrum of light is running through everything. And as we connect to these frequencies, there are different needs within those frequencies. This has been mentioned in many texts, Buddhist, yogic, and uh, also co-opted in different forms uh, throughout a lot of theological systems. They're usually covered up with um, different metaphors. Either way, it's spectrum of light, it's science, pretty simple. You're an energetic being vibrating here on planet Earth. So with that being said, bring yourself to a comfortable seated position. And I welcome you to close your eyes if that's comfortable. If not, just stare at one spot in front of you. And I want you to bring your awareness to the base of the spine. We're going to connect to the Earth's energy. Welcome yourself to really feel your feet, even if you're in a skyscraper right now. Feel your feet and imagine them touching the Earth. And taking a nice deep breath in. And out. Again, deep breath in and out. Another one, deep breath in and out. Now, welcome that Earth's energy just to connect you back to your foundation, your basic needs for survival. To connect you to the potential to regenerate from your relationship with the earth and the universe. Gently bringing that breath up from the base of the spine into the lower abdomen, the hip region. Connecting to the element of water, creation energy, the purity of creation energy. Welcoming yourself to feel your ability to regenerate and the sacredness of your creation energy. 
gently breathing in and out. Again, gently breathing in and out. Another one, gently breathing in and out. And then feeling into that purity, the potentiality, the sacredness, and then bringing up the breath into the abdomen, connecting to the element of fire, to the stars, to the extensions of that ignition within self, gently breathing in and out. Again, deep breath in and out. Another one, inhale and exhale. Continuing to gently breathe up from the solar plexus into the heart center. Welcoming that fire to clear out the heart welcoming your lungs and the air to help lift and open the heart center, connecting to your ability to feel emotions, to hold compassion, love, and kindness for yourself and others. Gently breathing in and out. Again, gently breathing in and out. Another one, inhale and exhale. And as you continue to breathe in and out, welcoming yourself to connect to those lungs a little bit deeper, the trees, your voice, Welcoming yourself to bring your alignment in with your fire and your heart, your integrity, your will to communicate with grace, eloquence, effectiveness, gently breathing in and out. Again, gently breathing in and out. Another one, inhale and exhale. And as you continue to breathe in and out, welcoming that breath to come up from the air and connecting to the space clearing the mind, connecting to your highest expression, your innate gifts that are intended to be of service to self and others. Gently breathing in and out. Again, gently breathing in and out. 
Another one, inhale. And exhale. And as you continue to breathe in and out, welcoming you just to see all aspects of yourself, all aspects of the spectrum of light that runs through your physical temple, your emotional temple, your spiritual temple, and start to welcome yourself to see where you might have been avoiding an aspect of self or two. And a clue will be an aspect of yourself that might be reactionary. See if you can locate it in the body. See if you can see where you tend to react from. Gently breathing in and out. Again, gently breathing in and out. Continuing to welcome the self to witness, embrace all aspects of self. Continue to follow your breath as you allow the music and welcome the music to wash over you and lead you inward.
And gently breathing in and out. You might have been inspired to move a little as you bring your awareness back to my voice. I just want you to self-reflect for a moment. Acknowledge what might have been brought to your attention. If you notice from some of the lyrics, it's <laughs> pointing you uh, to those aspects of ourself that need work. No different than if you haven't been working out physically, your body lets you know. Things begin to atrophy and it takes time to rebuild it up. And if any of you listening have worked out and stopped working out, you more than likely can attest to how quickly you can lose something that you've worked really hard to gain just by maybe getting sick or stopping and doing something. So as our society as a whole, as I mentioned, continues to evolve as a society together, a collective humanity, a collective body of energy, we all are being met with choices. So in the past, more recent past, in like the past 20 or 30 years, we had a very compartmentalized approach to how we do work, how we do relationships, how we do medicine. And now we're connecting back to more of an integrative way to address all things. So it's not just enough to work on the physical body. You need to work on the mental body. That happens together when you work out, by the way. It's not enough to do those two things and ignore the emotional body. It's not enough not to address the soul body. Our highest expression, this is this beautiful, yummy thing that I witness all the time. Our highest self wants to do good, wants to experience love, wants to be able to be of service to others, and carries a special gem that can be so honorable when shared in that frequency. So the spectrum of light, just like a yogic system or Chinese medicine system or Ayurvedic system, these are integrative systems. You start in, let's use the example of yoga, and you start with asana. The asana, the postures that you people go and do in hot rooms and all different ways, are designed to prepare the mind to meditate. So we have scientific studies proving that people that exercise keep their depression rates lower, their stress levels lower, their anxiety levels lower. The yogic system was designed to make the body supple, work the organ systems, work where there's stagnations of energy until the individual is ready to meditate. So the asana prepares the person to meditate. The asana also works the body but that's not the primary focus of the yogic system. The yogic system is to bring all aspects of self into harmony. And there are eight limbs. They address different things. And this beautiful thing happens. Your code of inner ethics by which you live by increases in the sense that you want to do good. You connect to that highest frequency, the crown. And you realize that there is an impact of your energetic field and how do you want to have an impact. So the reason I'm sharing this is that it's really, really important to understand that when we ignore other aspects of ourself, it's hard for us to truly and authentically evolve 
the other parts of ourself. We have to bring them all together, all together now. So we have these primal needs at our root system to take care of the basic things, food, water, and shelter. And we're, we have a necessary mechanism built in in case we need to go in fight or flight so we can keep ourselves safe. Yet we don't have to keep ourselves in that state all the time. So there's a large volume of people here on planet Earth. And so this is how we know these are indicators that we're not in a well system because we have a high level of people dependent on pharmacology. They have anxiety, depression, and they can't get themselves out of the loop because they have let things go too far. And it's beautiful that there are opportunities now that you can take an integrative approach, even if you have to be on pharmacology for a little bit to get you to stable ground and then get yourself back into a system that will support you proactively versus reactively. So when we see that there's this huge amount of people that can't even cope with everyday life and we don't have to keep ourselves safe from the saber-toothed tiger, we just can't manage the, the demands or what our mind has created as a fictitious reality and have put ourselves in stress. So what happens then is you're constantly in fight or flight and these base level systems, the root, the second system, the creation center, and the aspect of you, your will, are all trapped in this fight or flight. So what happens, you're trapped in fight or flight, stress, anxiety, don't know how to get out of that loop. None of the other systems can be Nourish. The heart begins to shut down to protect itself. The voice gets out of alignment because it's in fight or flight. So we start doing all kinds of crazy stuff when we're in fight or flight to keep ourselves safe through our voice. Our mind becomes really troubled and then we can't even begin to access our highest state of being. So this aspect of embracing all aspects of self is that, okay, are my root needs addressed? And where am I reacting? So some of you might say, well, I'm not constantly in fight or flight. You may not be. But where are you reacting in your relationships? What are you grasping for? What do you, where do you want control? Because you may have cultivated a meditation practice. You might be really aligned with how you want to serve. But have you evaded the lower chakra system? So the ways to check in is we're going to do the check-in. First up, the whole energy system. And then we'll take a pause. And then we're going to do a little practice of how to play with this on a daily basis. So baseline, are your needs met? Food, water, and shelter. And if they are, big gratitude for that, right? Um, also to remember that it is possible to be taken care of out in nature. With a well mind, it's possible to be taken care of out in nature with food, water, and shelter. But if you have it in, in congruency with our modern society that is dependent on money, so food, water, shelter, and currency, do you have access to those? And if you do, big gratitude to that every single day, honoring that, welcoming that in. When any of those things go away, we're in fight or flight. And it could happen on a dime to anyone, no matter how much money you have or how little can happen to anyone. So that's something to pay attention to. And then to notice where you're reactive. Where do you go into fight or flight around any of these things? Or something else. Uh, it could be fear of death, fear of losing someone. Primal things, primordial things. So to understand where you are reactive there. Do you have the ability to transform in this moment in time? 
Do you witness where you put yourself into fight or flight or control or grasping based on the perception that you're not going to have one of these things? Even though you have it, you still might think you're not going to have it, you know? So uh, it might be that you had a hard streak and you really appreciate having food and you don't want to take it for granted. People that went through the depression, they're known for really being mindful with their food. Still to this day, the people that are still alive that went through the depression, having multiple savings accounts just in case, you know, they went through a significant amount of trauma and they learned, oh, maybe I should do things differently. And hopefully as they evolve into their next, uh, they will have other solutions for us collectively, maybe show up differently. So base system, root system. Then we go up into our sacral region. This is the creation energy, very sacred energy. All things exist here, meaning that the potentiality is very strong, powerful. It can take you to beautiful places and dark places. With that knowledge, how are you connecting to that energy? How are you holding it responsibly? And this is really important because what can happen is we can trick ourselves. You might feel really empowered. I heard a, a girl this week that she's really empowered with her sexuality. Well, fantastic. I think that's great that she feels confident with her sexuality. What happens is when people start maybe stepping into understanding what their sexual energy is, they feel they need to impose it on others or they have the right to impose it on others and everyone else needs to be where they want to be. No different if someone goes to a meditation retreat and they want to impose that on everyone else. To be very careful that any energy field that we hold, to hold it with sacredness, you know, just like your root needs are being met, hold that with reverence and sacredness. Your creation energy, hold it with reverence. It's a double-edged sword there. All things can be created and destructed right there. So ask yourself, how do I hold creation energy? Am I responsible with it? Do I feel its playfulness? Do I feel its purity? Do I really understand what I'm doing and who I'm engaging with? Now, this might be you're engaging in creation, like writing a book, making a movie, creating a masterpiece, and you're letting people be involved in that creation process. Or is there an alignment there? And is there a level of respect when working with that energy because as soon as you bring those forces together it doesn't mean you're procreating but you're bringing those forces together that can be very problematic because everyone's stuff that's connected imbalances is going into the pot and can cause a lot of chaos that's why to hold it mindfully also the same thing goes in intimate relationships is your partner well is your partner uh, have some work to do you both probably have work to do we all do are you responsible and self-aware enough that you can talk about it and that you can hold each other accountable and work on the things that come up because things will come up. This is a very volatile area, beautiful energy. Uh, if held sacred, then you start to access higher states of awareness with yourself by holding this area sacred. If you hold it in dark energy, meaning energies that create manipulation on this planet, energies that create uh, harmful acts to others on this planet, you're not going to access your higher realms. You're going to be stuck in these lower realms in a, a perpetual cycle. So to be mindful where you're at, don't skip over anything, be aware where you're at, but also be honest with yourself in, in what your jagged edges might be there. Then from there, you know, and if you're noticing anything as we go through each one of these, write them down. Just pause, write down 
how you experience this energy center. Then we're going to come up to your solar plexus. We're going to connect to the physical body, your fire, your will, your ability to keep things in motion. What's going on there? What's going on in the physical body? Is it atrophied? Is it extended? Is it uh, well-balanced? Is your intestinal system well-balanced? All of these are indicators. If there's something in the physical body going on, there's something in the electrical body, the emotional, the soul, and the psycho-spiritual body, I should say, that need addressed. And so what happens when this area is not tended to and respected, the whole system, our whole physical system's out of whack, and then that impacts other things, and the other things are probably what cause the imbalance. It also impacts your ability to actualize in your everyday life. It takes you out of your, your flow. So when that energy center is not held properly, it takes you out of your flow. That keeps you from earning money, keep you out of fight or flight. That keeps you from keep being in integrity, holding your state of being the way you want. This integrity, internal integrity, is what gives you access to your highest reflection. It also helps be the checks and balance so you stay humble in that highest sense of self. You know, those highest sense of self are very powerful aspects of yourself. Without integrity, without a sense of accountability, it can be a slippery slope. So check in there. How are you with your fire energy? Do you run cold physically? Or do you have warmth? Too much heat. That's another indicator. Too much heat, not enough needs to come up. It needs to come down. How are your ethics? Have you checked in with your ethics? How's your life flowing? Is it feeling effortless or does it feel a little problematic right now? If it does, something needs to be addressed. Nothing to get hysterical about. The sooner you address it, the easier it is going to be out of it. So that's what I'm said. We have to be honest when we're, we're participating in activities that are not in our highest and best because it's a slippery slope. Just like stopping your workout, it's a, it takes a lot longer to get back where you were the longer you stay in the, the avoidance of tending to the physical temple or the mental or the spiritual temple. So from there, we're going to go to the heart center and connect there. Are you emotionally available to yourself Are you emotionally available to others? Meaning that you're okay with engaging emotionally with someone. You can look them in the eye and have a conversation. That you're okay opening up your heart and realize that it might get hurt, you know, in personal relationships, intimate relationships, but you're courageous in the sense that you want to share love. You want to share compassion. You want to feel into the heart channel. And understand that it's it's turbulent, like that sacral area. It's very turbulent. Those emo- the spectrum of emotions runs through there too. So where are you open? Where do you keep yourself protected? Where is there healing? And this we can notice in our interpersonal relationships where we have reactivity. It usually comes up in the heart, and we can feel where we're tender. Uh, just to acknowledge that when that heart. Uh, remains tended to and in balance. You feel peace, love, compassion, levity, joy. So welcome yourself to feel it. You can also feel this passion through the heart, which can lead with the fire from your belly to anger, can lead to a lot of things. Too much of that is going to pull you out of balance. However, sometimes we need that fire, like if we need to run from the saber-toothed tiger. So acknowledge how the heart is. 
then bringing your awareness up from the heart into your throat. So what happens, that integrity from our solar plexus, how we move through the world, is our right action. When we come up to the throat, we're connecting to how we express and communicate. When we're in fight or flight, when we haven't done healing in our lower energy centers, we do all these crazy things with our voice. We manipulate people. We keep ourselves safe by lying, by avoiding conversations, by uh, telling people what they want to hear, all to navigate a place that we want to be. However, if we took responsibility for why that was happening by healing, by transforming, by embracing that aspect of ourself that was neglected or shut down or abused or whatever it was, you know, but just saying, wow, I tend to lie so people will like me. I tend to tell big stories so I will feel worthy. So that goes back to, oh, where did that come from? Wow, in my childhood, I was never uh, praised or I've never been praised in this lifetime. And so I tell these big stories so I can get attention. I actually lie so people will think I'm something better than I am. So these things happen, and then what happens is it causes chaos when we start manipulating our words with others because all of a sudden people have a different perception of your reality, and when they find out that that's not true, meaning that if you say you did X, Y, and Z and you really didn't, when they find out that's not true, what happens? Doubt. They even might fear you. They may even not want to be around you. So when we bring our voice into right action, meaning alignment with what is so, it's a lot easier to be in flow with the heart, with our solar plexus, with our sacral and our root. And it's a lot easier to manage. You don't have to worry about all the different stories you told. People out there that know people that exaggerate, tell big tales, long tales, have compassion. They're doing it from a wound. They're doing it because they didn't feel safe. Sometimes that might have been necessary to keep themselves safe in a fight or flight situation. So, you know, as we all collectively evolve, it's really important to take the time to really honor what is. So from there, I want you to bring a big breath, think about how you want to communicate, what you want to express to the world, and do you want to be responsible for it? So as I mentioned, the person that's really gung-ho about their newfound freedom in their sexuality, fantastic. But just to say, hey, do I need to share this with everyone? Or is this something I want to just share with my partner? Maybe, maybe not. That's for you to decide. But to really take time and say, what am I putting out there? And do I want to like this to be my shtick for now and forever? What, you know, people's actions. You can go to some political figures. One just came to my head um, was, you know, situations where you take action in the privacy with someone. And then for the rest of your life, you're labeled as that person. That one moment defines you for the rest of your life as that person. So this is where being mindful with our actions is so important because it's like that. One moment can define us for the rest of our life. Maybe with the majority of population on the planet that experienced that in that era, or it could be with a small amount of people. It could be with one person. But do you really want to be defined by that? from here till you exit out of this body. 
And then if you're a big, well-known figure, you could carry that frequency for several lifetimes because people will still be celebrating your talents, your gifts, your follies. So to decide, do I want to hold this flag for this long? And if so, why? So how we express ourselves is really important to bring awareness to it. Now we'll bring our breath up from that heart, the throat, up into the mind. The quality of our thoughts are so important. And this is where we can tell we're troubled. This is where we can tell that there's areas of healing. If you go in and think about the tape in your mind and the things you might tell yourself or not tell yourself, (laughs) the things you avoid, the stories you create, construct, is it clear, is it empty? That's why in Buddhist and yogic practices, the the intention and the destination, the goal is to keep the mind clear. That way you know when there's a troubled thought that comes in. That way you know when there's a thought that to take action on. You utilize the brain to create solutions, to take action, to solve problems. You don't need it to create stories. You can save that if you're an author or writer or screenwriter for that purpose. Uh, But on a day-to-day basis, as you're moving through reality, you don't need to rely on the mind to do these things. So as you bring awareness to the quality of your thoughts, then you move out beyond self and you say, oh, what are my innate gifts? How is it so effortless effortless for me to serve? You might be a mechanic and it's so easy for you to fix things for other people. You might be a doctor and it's so easy for you to give someone a, a surgery or to give them a prognosis. You might be an amazing homemaker. Whatever it might be, whatever it is, you might be able to make people laugh. It doesn't even have to be an occupation. You might be a really good organizer. Whatever it is, this aspect of you that's so effortless, so effortless, is a gift. It's a gift to be shared. It's a gift to offer to other people because it's effortless, right? It brings you joy to do it. For me, one of them is cooking. There's no chore in it. It's so joyful. So why not share it? You know, you don't have to do it in big ways. I I don't even have to own a restaurant. (laughs) I could, I guess, because I like it. I love it. But there's other ways to share those gifts. So sometimes people get confused. And there's a lot of language around passion and my purpose. Really, you know, our purpose on planet Earth is to be of service to one another and to evolve evolve our state of being so we as a collective energetic body can reach these higher states of being where there are a lot less atrocities there are a lot less dependencies and we return to a place where mastery can take place this earth system has that potential it's so exciting and it's a really honor to be a part of the process if we so to choose. We don't have to get stuck in all the problems. We can just hold ourselves accountable. So as we've gone through this entire energetic system, and I know that was pretty uh, full, um, so hopefully if you just listened to it all the way through, if you're inspired, listen to it again, check into those energy centers, see what's going on. When you have reactivity in your day-to-day life, go and see where it is within these energy centers. That's your spectrum of light. It's always there and see what's going on. That spectrum of light are gateways to the meridian system in your entire body and start to give us clues of where we have imbalances in our system. 
and can help us heal disease and restore a state of harmony that's always available to us. So with that being said, what we're going to do right now is I want you just to have a break from my voice. (laughs) And we're going to listen to a song called Wash It Away by uh, Nahako and Medicine for the People. As you listen to this, think about where in your physical temple you want to kind of clear the energy, but also embrace this aspect of yourself that might be creating the imbalance in the system, the reactivity in the system, and where you're ready to really examine it and take responsibility. So with that being said, take a nice deep breath in and out. Again, deep breath in and out. Another one, deep breath in and out. Continue to breathe in and out. part of something special we're a part of something special we're a part of something special it's a crack in time a wrinkle falling from the nest young eagle i will pull my feathers out stay humble stay humble Stay humble, stay humble, mm-hmm. stay humble. Uncle Mona taught us like an elder, took us under older brother. He said, this is powerful country, this is powerful Shepherds of the sea, the takers are taking what the leavers leave. So, greet me, the black prince cicada. Such a loud voice for a tiny creature. Oh, teach me to let go of all of my pain. I do forgive, I don't forget these things. I do forgive, I don't forget these things. Oh. We burn the blue gum for a safe passageway. Drink of the earth, smoke of the dirt. And my war paint was red, ochre clay, hoka hay. My war paint was red, ochre clay, hoka hay. Red ochre clay, oh. Opera's igniting, cast out into the shire. And the song of our struggle came straight from the fire. It goes, holy, holy. Wash us clean of our pain and suffering Give us strength for our new beginnings In my deepest thanks I'll sing It'll wash away, it will wash away Lift them up, it'll wash away 
ghost dancing to separate countries to this old song so familiar to memory the road will teach you how to love and let go it can be lonely but it's the only thing that we've ever known it can be lonely but it's the only thing that we've ever known our mamas told us let go of jealousy have a vagabonds and vagrants that won't come so easy we've come from nothing nothing we have come from nothing nothing so teach me to love you in a different way same cuts same guts same Only to find love undefined And I'm okay with that Cause I'm gonna be a guardian Be a man among men Be a guardian Be a man among men Or be a woman among women Be a guardian Be my friend together. Exhalation. Again, inhalation. And exhalation. So hopefully during that segment, you were able just to self-reflect, connect to aspects of yourself that, uh, are charged. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. That's our clue. A little a little bomb goes off internally or externally. And within that, that word, such a big word, bomb, it causes a lot of chaos. It causes harm to self, to others, and doesn't necessarily feel so good. However, it can be super insightful. And that message of stay humble helps when you have those moments. Be humble with self. Be humble with others. That humbleness creates a frequency with our entire energetic system that allows it to stay in harmony. You know, I always, in these segments, recommend people go out in nature and observe nature. Nature's not aggressive most of the time. There are times, yeah, nature can put on quite a show. It's a feedback loop, you know, buildup of energy and something that's interacting with the universe, the solar system, the earth system. All these things are coming together and having 
a moment, but that moment passes and there's a calm after the storm. So we, at that point, we might, depending how big the storm was, feel a level of humility, a level of like, wow, I feel put in my place. <laughs> so that's what happens when those little things go off inside of us. We feel humbled by them. Um, so at that moment, we can shy away from them, meaning we just want it to go away or we can say, wow, this is my opportunity to take responsibility for that. So that's the juicy stuff. When you start to have that happen, that's, for me personally, I do this work too. I'm not exempt. When that happens, I'm like, wow, there's something really powerful here. Let me examine it. What do I need? And I keep asking myself, what do you need here? Why are you grasping at that? So this is the simple practice. And then we're going to close out with compassion. <laughs> the simple practice from this segment that I'm welcoming you to look at all aspects of self. You can do it one or two ways, depending on how much time or both ways you have each day. Or maybe one at the beginning and one at the end. First of all, to look at your physical mind, the quality of your mind in the morning. How's my mind doing today? How's my heart doing? How's my physical body? Tune in and see what's going on. Then notice if something needs tended to. And if you know yourself pretty well, ask yourself on the spectrum, do I want to meet my highest self to nourish this aspect of myself and bring it in balance? Or do I want to do something that's not so healthy for myself? and perpetuate the fight or flight that I'm in. Example, you check in with your mind and you realize, wow, it's really busy. I'm feeling anxious, feeling some emotion in my heart. My physical body is constricted. So the highest self says, hey, if you go out and walk, you go exercise, you're going to move that energy, you're going to feel better. You've nourished the physical and mental body, the emotional body. Or the part of you that's in fight or flight might be not able to rationalize with that solution and want to go and consume alcohol, consume sugar, uh, binge on something, do something naughty <laughs> to escape, go on a vacation, forget everything I need to do. I'm going to check out. So this is where the second practice is really amazing. One, you first start by checking in with all your energy centers, see how they're feeling, get used to acquainting yourself that all these energy centers need tended to. And then from there, asking yourself, does my highest self need to jump in here, want to jump in here, or does my uh, primordial self, we're not gonna, I, I don't know about this highest and lowest thing, but because it's a spectrum of light that's vibrating in all directions. So there's no patriarchal or matriarchal system or hierarchy here, but they have a different frequency, definitely different frequency. So does the primordial self need to jump in because you know what, you need food today. So that primordial self needs to go get food. If you live on a farm, you might go out and get it from your farm or your garden. You might be a hunter, you might go hunt for it. You might just have to go to the grocery store. Who knows? So that part of you decides, you know what? I got to go take action. I'm going to work with my lower energy centers to do this. However, how I go there, I'm going to welcome my highest self. I'm going to be kind to the checkout clerk. I'm going to be kind to the earth as I dig into it and gather up a, bu a bushel of potatoes. I actually have to give way to an animal today. I'm going to go out and hunt. I'm going to hold my highest frequency with that animal, letting it know that I need to feed my family, and I'm going to give way to it if you eat, if you eat animals, right? 
So we can bring them together or we might just need to bring one or one or the other in or one or a few of the energy centers in to address what's needed. So when we navigate, does the primordial self need to come in or does it need to assist, you know, with that earth, water, fire energy with my highest expression that will bring harmony. So another way to look at this, another example is if you're thinking of a situation where you've been reactive and you're grasping for control. So you're like the drowning victim. So by satiating yourself with the root energy system, primordial systems, all that's going to do is perpetuate that cycle. However, if you say, wow, I'm grasping right now. I want control. I'm in a relationship and I want control. So I'm going to start putting demands on the relationship. I'm actually going to destroy the relationship because I'm scared right now. And I don't even know why I'm scared. It has nothing to do with this person, but I'm going to destroy it. So you're bringing that primordial self in to keep yourself safe, to run from this supposed saber-toothed tiger and destruction happens and then regret sets in. So in those moments when you start putting demands and want control, you have to hold yourself accountable if you so do choose and say, what do I need? And then how do I want to meet myself right now? How do I want to meet maybe this other person, the situation? Does your highest self want to be there or the one that wants to, you know, save the village be there? There's no right or wrong answer. They will have different outcomes. Sometimes that lower primordial self is needed. Sometimes both are needed. The evaluation of it is very fascinating. It will get you to exactly where you need to be every single time. Sometimes both need to be addressed. So that's your practice. One, check in with the quality of the mind, the physical body, the soul body, the emotional body. And then two, check in with all the energy centers and ask, does my primordial self or my highest expression, this is the, the saint in you, this is the Buddha in you, it's that highest expression, how do you want to show up? How does that energy field show up? You know, if you have a theological belief system, you have a favorite saint, a favorite whatever, your God, whatever it is, if you're an indigenous person, your practices, how does that highest expression show up? And then how does the primordial self need to show up? Where's the harmony? And you will see very clearly where the wounds are. You can have a wound in your highest expression. You can have a violation, a spiritual violation that can have you act just as nefarious as it could in the lower chakra system. That's why indigenous people, they understand how to live in harmony with the earth energy, the sacral energy, the solar plex energy, and the heart energy beautifully. There's deep reverence. They would never violate a woman. They know how to give way to animals, to hold it in harmony. They know how to keep the body in harmony by nourishing it with the food off the land. So it's a very different system and held very uh, spiritually and rever- with reverence. So we can bring this, these frequencies of our spirituality our clear mind, our clear heart, and our wave, how we want to move through the world and our clear voice into the primordial. And when we bring heaven to earth, harmony exists. At any other moment, when it's like a pinball factory within you and around you, everything else exists. 
So I'm going to leave you with that. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at Suzanne, S-U-Z-A-N-N-E, Toro, T-O-R-O, at gmail.com. Send me your questions. If you want to go through this in depth, one-on-one, happy to connect with you online or in person for a session. And as we go out, I want to remind you of the power of compassion for self and others. When we find that humility and compassion for ourselves first, then for others, it will lead us in the path of least resistance. It will lead us to our highest, higher states of being. You can be a catalyst to the change that is unfolding right now on this planet and will continue to unfold as it evolves. As you listen to this segment, I encourage you just to sit and be. Connect to the highest expression. Connect to your innate gifts. Connect to those aspects of you that flow effortlessly in any of these energy centers. Those are your allies. Those are the ones that can help you in the areas where you need to strengthen those muscles. Until next time, this is She signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. Mm-hmm.